As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Um, and you were, I mean, Lucas Museum is absolutely beautiful. I saw that you worked on some Metro projects and some other things. You're, when you Google your name, now I see everything that you've done. <laughs> um, and, and that's pretty awesome. But I like the fact that you don't just take, if they tell you, no, there's no local hires, because we mm -hmm. all hear that. Mm -hmm. You don't take that as uh, face value. You, you know that there are, and then you go out and do your connecting and networking to make sure that you bring those people to the table. So you know both Gillen and I are business coaches, and one of the things that we are, our mission and our vision is to ensure that businesses are business ready, uh, contract ready, and bank loan ready. So how can we help you be able to identify those um companies that are ready to engage in some of the projects that you're doing because it seems like the community needs to be stepping up or our community-based organizations stepping mm -hmm. up to help you identify who those businesses are. Absolutely. Thank you for um, offering the help. I'm always, I, I accept, I accept all help. And so one of the first things we want to do is we want to make sure, we want to identify um the trades because most of the work that i do is construction centric and so i for the small businesses i'd like to definitely make sure that um i know that you know gilbert and and small biz pro can definitely see to it that um their paperwork is in order okay help them get their paperwork in order and mm -hmm. number two the the second big piece would be to identify the various projects that are coming up because again there's so much work that's in the pipeline, but unfortunately, a lot of folks are not organized. So, as far as the small businesses, it would be, it would help a lot to identify what projects do you want to work on. Because one of the things that I, you know, that my company does, fortunately, so I started my company and I named it Mindful Integration of Construction Services. So, one of the reasons I chose that name is because diversity and inclusion generally is tends to be an afterthought. When it comes to big, big projects, it has I, not until this George Floyd, you know, nightmare situation. Generally, it's all, diversity and inclusion have been uh, in corporate America and major project constructions. It's been an afterthought. So mindful to me is very intentional. Mm, so I okay. want diversity and inclusion to be very intentional. Something that we're working on simultaneously while we're putting together the budget, simultaneously when we're putting together the schedule, simultaneously when we're putting together the safety plan for a specific project. These are like the key you know, elements because we've seen projects that were denied because the diversity and the community were not involved. And so, um, or, or the projects, projects were derailed. And so what we wanna do is we wanna make sure that the community benefits from the project that are the project that's being built or that are being built and it's a win-win for everybody involved it's 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 i can't tell you how transfer how um 
how powerful it is to 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 hear children or even people adults you know say i built that i did that you know and uh, I, I, I'm grateful that when I, the fact that I live here, I'm able from time to time, you know, like run into people at the store, grocery store or the gas station or whatever. And people come to me and especially children, they want to like or people want to show their parents. Like I had people, you know, people, grown men, grown men want to take their mother and show their mother or their father that they worked on this project, you know, on a project here in L.A. People, people right. underestimate what that does to somebody's spirit because really? it's a legacy i mean mm. long after you're gone anything that your name has been attached to i remember my, my great uh my um uncle yeah my uncle in uh, they lived in alabama he built the town he built a lot of the bills businesses the communities the neighborhood, the housing developments in the town that they grew up in. And so the street that my grandmother and my aunt and uncles lived on was called Haviland Drive. Well, mm -hmm. that was my, my cousin's name. So he built that area. And then I was with my cousin um, recently, um, last year, and we went and my cousin was taking me around to all of the neighborhoods that his father had built. Mm. And and that's such a, a sense of pride, right? So I can understand that you worked on this project. This building is going to be here until they tear it down. <laughs> and even then, the landmark is already there, right? Even if they take it away, when you go back to look at pictures from that time frame, mm -hmm. your building is going to be there. The Lucas exactly. Museum is going to be there. The yeah. Metro, if that's what you worked on, the Forum. Right. No matter what's going on around, mm -hmm. so that's such a sense of pride to see that your work actually were achieved and documented. I mean, Gilbert yeah. and I, we won't see that. You know, we we know we work for all the people, all these we work for all these companies and all these people, but our fingerprints will not be known to the public. Mm, right. <laughs> right, Gilbert. That's that's why we're bragging about you so much because we've seen your fingerprints all over this town and we want to make sure it's known because a, a lot of our ancestors man they build stuff and they've created stuff and their fingerprint were not broadcast it was not spoken about so we think it's built by somebody else so that's why we got to make sure we talk about this so people know who the true uh, uh, stewards are of those programs, okay? Yeah. Thank no, you, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's in, and, uh, and I think young people could learn so much from you um, just knowing that if I wanted to go into urban planning or if I wanted to be a developer or these are, this is what I need to do in order to start out right, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure I start with the right foundation and be able to expound on it, and especially young women and young in, uh, immigrants uh, to see the journey that you've gone, come through and look what you've done. So uh, you may be behind the scenes, but you've created the, uh, the forefront is something that's timeless, that will be here forever. And, and and I today she and I were talking and she was telling me I'm I'm anal she's <laughs> anal and I understand how important that is in the space that you're in right yeah right yeah. because you have to have certain standards 
what are some of the excuses they do give you when they decline to work with certain with minority uh, uh, construction companies or 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 local hires? Usually, it's very disrespectful uh, excuses. It just mm. various just stereotypes. Nothing we but can, stereotypes. We can't, we can't find anyone. <laughs> we, or... well, that's that's a convenient one. It's usually something along the lines of they don't know the work, they can't do the work, uh, they don't have the experience, and yeah. it's usually a matter of it, it's fundamentally a, a, an issue of um, uh, not wanting to share the wealth. You know, that's usually what it is. Because I've mm. seen on many, many occasions, um, small businesses that whose ownership doesn't look like any of us at this, you know, on this platform, brought mm -hmm. on major projects and literally handheld every step of the way so that they learn how to do the job on a bigger platform that they would never extend to somebody, you know, who owns a, a similar business. Company. Yeah, yeah, or woman-owned business, even you know, yeah. a, a white woman-owned business. So I think that's another thing that a lot of, um, yeah, that 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 demographic also doesn't understand. So that's it's usually disrespectful. Um, they just don't want to share the wealth, and so this is where um, I, I say that it's it's it's. Um, it's a tremendous blessing that we are in LA County and the city of LA, the county of LA, uh, both are saying that local hire, diverse business participation are not optional, that these are very, very much um, the order of the day, you know, as far as doing business here in this region. So uh, I wanna go back to one of the, uh, the to your question earlier, uh, Crystal, about what small businesses can be doing right now. So one of the things I would say is, you know, there's a lot of different types of projects out there that are supposed to be happening, that are ready to, to start, that are happening and more that will open up because of the infrastructure money that's, you know, that's being released. So mm -hmm. small businesses that want to work on maybe hospitals, because also nowadays the hospitals all the construction that's happening on various hospitals in, to build hospitals, to expand or update hospitals now has to in, also include uh, local worker participation and small business, diverse business participation. So it's not only you know public projects, it's private projects. One of my clients, actually, I helped another client win um, the, the to do, win the contract to build uh, Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Marina del Rey. So that's a five hundred million dollar project, and that project uh, again is going to inc inc requires that project requires diverse business, small business, you know, participation. Something that Cedar Sinai had never done before. You know wow. this this is amazing because Theodora has an interesting story. And we probably won't call any names of the usual suspects because they'll know who they are. So we'll, we'll just tell the story about what happened. They treated her awful also on a project that she's working with them to try to secure with the owner. And then they were going behind her back trying to cut a deal with the owner and trying to exclude her from the project, even though she was a contact person and she was a person who was putting the deal together. 
Only to find out later on that the owner came to her and said, <laughs> we want to work with you <laughs> and not those guys. So those things happen too, you know, and, and it's just amazing. Not only, she's got like a double whammy against her, mm -hmm. you know, she's black and she's woman. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. got those two strikes against her, mm -hmm. but the owner really didn't care. The owner cared about her expertise. Mm -hmm. So they said, listen, and they didn't even want to pay, not the owner, the, 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 the contract, um, right, the prime, exactly. the prime that she was working with. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They, they, they didn't even want to pay her for the work, even though she helped them to put together the, the proposal. Right. <laughs> and so, the work. Now and with the work. And so now you're the prime, right? So you yes. go out and contract your own, um, as the prime and subcontract right. out. Yeah, that's the way to go, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what it is is, you know, like like I said, it's just the, the, the tremendous amount of disrespect uh, for somebody who looks like me that, you know, it's like, where would I get the audacity to, you know, to, to do what to, I'm doing? To, to, where, think, to think you can be a prime. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I've been doing, but the thing is, I've been doing that work for them, you know, for decades. For decades, right. I didn't just wake up one day and say, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna do this." I'm doing no, nothing like that. It was never like that. I mean, yeah. it's been, I've been at this since '98, so it's not, um, no, it didn't wake up like that. So and isn't that always the case? They're, they, 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 you know, they value the work that you add, the value, the added mm -hmm. value that you add to their company. Completely. But then they don't want to respect you for what you do because without you, then they may uh, may not be able to keep that contract or wouldn't have gotten that contract in the first place. Exactly. Because your work, I'm sure, speaks for itself, and I'm sure you've developed uh, a reputation out there for your excellence and and for the services and your your dedication to what you do. Absolutely. Thank you. And that's that's one of the reasons I, I that also I'm sure has had a lot to do with me not, for lack of a better word, learning how to toot my own horn because wow. I've learned I've learned better, best to seat put the work in front, have the work yeah. open the door, have the work speak more loudly so that I could not and would not be denied. You know what I mean? Uh I would okay. not be denied. I mean, you can like, you know, say whatever, whatever, whatever. But when you see the, the results, the work of the results of the work that I've done, you know, um, yeah, you can't beat that with a bat. No, I'll, 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 I'll let you put the work out there and and show them what you can do. I'll be in the background tooting that horn with both hands. Both hands, I'm tooting that horn. <laughs> but I am just so impressed with the work you've done. And uh, so I think one of the questions I asked earlier, if you, if someone came to you, a young person that was uh, maybe looking into going into urban planning, and I think I recently met someone uh, that was interested in urban planning. And uh, what would you say that the, the key factors that they need to have in place if they were starting their own business? I don't do urban planning, first of all. Oh, so I, I can't. But, uh, well, more in the, in the area of what you do in, in construction services. 
Oh, okay. So in reference to what I do, I would say learn the construction business. Just learn okay. how construction moves. Understand how construction um, um, operates. Because a lot of times people, some people just think that, um, I don't know, they, they think that they can, they, they can impose their their views or their opinions on and onto um the the pace of a construction process or the process of a construction pro you know of a construction mm -hmm. uh timeline and life cycle that's that's not possible because you know from from the moment you know notice to proceed starts and people start coming on site to work on a construction project, that project takes on a life of its own. And so it's important to actually understand what is construction, you know? Mm. And then from there, if, you know, if, uh, if you have the, the heart to um, uh, help the community uh, engage, help to engage the community, then one of the things that I have done, you know, and continue to do is um, immerse myself with um, public participation types of, you know, ongoing training and practices and what have you, so that, um, you know, we know how to like listen to people, we know how to, you know, pull people so that they actually understand, so they actually contribute so people can, so their voices are heard and incorporated into the, um, into what the community needs. So that was one okay. of the things that, for example, the, 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 um, practically every project that I've done has involved, uh, I, I've, I've pulled different elements because for example, what I did, for example, for USC village is not, is not what I, it's not what I did. I didn't do everything I did at USC village and uh, during the construction of, um, you know, the renovation of the Rose bowl, you know, mm -hmm. that was completely different. And so, but there were different aspects, different degrees of how to engage the community during the renovation of the Rose Bowl that uh, applied to USC Village. So you kind of like, you know, it's not a cookie cutter. What we do is not a cookie cutter deal. And so mm. that to me is part of the appeal because, you know, you're always, for lack of a better word, customizing the solutions, ah. the diversity and inclusion no. solutions for each project. Now, two, two points I also would like to add to that list, Crystal. Mm -hmm. One is to really know or learn, I'd say learn. Learn and understand the best practices, right, in that space. Oh, yeah. they, they need to understand that. The second thing is to know who the stakeholders are and make sure you understand what those requirements are for those stakeholders. because. Right. That's the part that really either gets omitted and people get into trouble over. Because once mm. you don't understand, like when I was at LACCD, LA Community College District, District, the stakeholders were the board, <laughs> you know, the board of directors. They wanted certain things. And then you got the project managers on the colleges. There are nine colleges. 
So mm -hmm. you got to know what their requirements are. Then you got the primes and, mm -hmm. you know, the primes, they play their little politics and all of that. <laughs> then you got subs. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So you got to know who the stakeholders are. And the community, right, right. So once you know who the stakeholders are, what their needs are, what is it they want out of this, mm -hmm. and you can provide those things, then you are in good. Some people are going to run, are, are going to come in and play interference and try to obstruct what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's key for you to understand. Okay, I know who these people are. I know what they're trying to do. How damaging are they to the project if I do certain things? <laughs> you know, so that's a key component also. And that's that's it. thank you, thank you, Gilbert, for articulating that. And that's part of actually the relationship and the strategic, strategic alliances that I mentioned earlier, and just getting to know the community, the community where the project is being built or is going to be built. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason, that, you know, to your point, Crystal, there's no, for lack of a better word, uh, 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 the exact same, exact set, exact, let me get it out if I can, the exact right. set of rules, there we go, uh, procedures or practices that, you know, that apply to, let's just say, uh, the project, I, I'll use one of my other last projects, so one of the projects, uh, LAX Central Utility Plant, that was like a massive project, and mm -hmm. it's got, it had all kinds of players involved, you know, just all kinds of stakeholders versus, um, I don't know, um, Camp Pendleton Replacement Hospital or something, you know? Okay. I mean, there was another uh -huh. project. So what you did on that project, um, given that, let's just say, Camp Pendleton had the small business go crazy numbers. I think it was like 50% local, you know, small business participation. And then you've got LAX, a central utility plant, which has got like, I don't know, I think it was like a 25% small business, you know, participation goal that was broken down in two parts. The, you know, um, there was the architecture and then the, the, there was a the design and then there was the uh, the actual construction. I mean, the way you, 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 you help the implementation of, yeah. uh, of meeting all those goals, it, it can be cookie cutter. Right. It, exactly. It's construction, but there's no way those two projects, the the, the way you, um, you know, you address those two projects could be cookie cutter or any project. Mm -hmm. So that's why, um, yes, to, yeah. you know, Gilbert's point, definitely know who you're talking to yeah. and uh, what, what are their interests and uh, serve them. Yeah. And I would imagine as a, as, even as a female though, because again, it's a, it's a male dominated world there that you're in. So even as a female, you had to, um, I, I will give this to you. You must have, you have the patience of Job. <laughs> I, I am sure that you make it sound very simplistic and very easy, but it, it there is no way uh, mm -hmm. you have to be able to juggle all those balls mm -hmm. and keep all of those bodies happy at the same time and be respected in that space. So again, your work mm -hmm. speaks for that, obviously. And um, and obviously you're good at what you do. Thank so you. That when you did become a prime, uh, you were well-respected in the field. Uh, I, 
I take my hat off to you, young Miss mm-hmm. Miss Lady. You are a dynamo. <laughs> Thank you. See, see Crystal. Crystal. Before today's show, you didn't know that she was such a powerful dynamo out there in the industry, huh? Well, I knew she was very. Um, I because she's come on, like I said, in the since the pandemic. That's really actually when I met you throughout mm-hmm. the pandemic. Because you've come on multiple uh um platforms that i've been on and and usually when she does speak she is is pretty profound and 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 very matter of fact so i did know that (laughs) (laughs) however (laughs) but and and, and, i mean she uh on the on the community briefing she's provided some very valuable information she's put in in the chat and 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 people have uh, reached out and, and actually wanted that information but never had any idea of who and what she did behind the scenes and that's, what that really truly meant that she had her well. fingerprints all over this city huh <laughs> uh, right <laughs> uh, and if you look at it this way you can look at it in a three-dimensional way you got the forum you got usc and you got a rose bowl those three areas alone are three powerful historical landmark right. in this city. But then the, the East LA High School and, and the Metro, I saw something in there, Flora. Is that mm-hmm. Flora you were involved in? And right. as well as um, um, the uh, uh, Lucas Museum. I mean, those are all beautiful projects. Yeah. And uh, so, and and projects that will be in this city for, for years to come. And um, so, I, I take my hat off to you, my, and, my and, friend. And, and you know, Crystal, going back to one point that was raised earlier by you and by Theodora, you know, where you said, so how, how are you being treated by some of these primes? You know, how, you know, when they say, well, there isn't any eligible or qualified businesses out there. These are some of the reasons why they say those things because they don't know the qualification, the track record, or the footprint and fingerprint of these small businesses, what they've done. So they, they don't start, care. They, they don't start care, making Gilbert. up stories. Yeah, they start making up stories about why they're not eligible. Or so that, that tells me that we as a community need to, one, make sure that our businesses are operating in a, uh, so that they are business ready and contract ready, which we all knew. But I think there's more to it than that. I think the stories have to be created at, so that they too can can feel empowered that they can step up to the plate and a bid on these jobs. Because I think there's a lot of fear. And if someone tells me I'm not good enough, eventually and you tell me that often enough i'm gonna believe that i'm not good enough right well well that's that's why i brag every opportunity i get about these small businesses man because they may not want to tell their story but i'm out there i'm i'm making (laughs) i'm saying hey (laughs) and i and i understand the because you know um I've been quietly just doing my work in the community, mm-hmm. helping where I help. You know, yeah, I probably in the last three, especially since we launched the show, people mm-hmm. are much more aware 
of what I do because mm -hmm. we're here every week, right? And some of the other uh, uh, platforms that I've been on. But people don't know exactly. I mean, Gilbert knows because he's worked with me. But you just go about doing the work, right? Mm -hmm. You have the vision, you have the mission, and you're like, okay, this is what I'm, this was my purpose for being on the planet. So I don't necessarily have to go out and tell. And now, since this platform and, and i have to say that since the online where we all had to interact with each other we're mm -hmm. probably communicating with each other far more than we ever would have had you and i didn't travel in the same circles theodora until we went online right then that's when i gilbert knew about you because you're in the same space that he operates in but for me mine is always on the outside more of the small mm -hmm. business entrepreneurial pool not a lot of my business owners are involved in the construction trade. And so I wouldn't have le learned about you. I may have maybe read an article here and there or saw you on LinkedIn, but to now get to know you, I've done that over this mm -hmm. past year. And people also have gotten to know me because mm -hmm. of what we're doing. So I think this was the best thing that could have happened to any of us <laughs> personally, because now people, while we're quietly doing our life work, our purpose for being on this planet, then now people can see. And I'm seeing the results of that today. Um, when people have hired me, uh, contracted me uh, to, to do, provide uh, services for their population. Um, but I do think that maybe in addition to preparing these businesses for your space, for that space, to be available and to be contract ready, or a business ready, then we also need to encourage and motivate them to be able to toot their own horn to a certain extent so that the powers that be can recognize that they do have the the um, the skill set and the qualifications in order to participate in these projects. I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And I think one of the things that I, you know, um, that I'd like to see I'd like, I would love to uh, help make this happen. Uh, mm -hmm. Going back to one of your points earlier, uh, which was um, how do we get small businesses that want to participate on these projects to you know jump in? So one of the first things is uh, identify the projects you want to work on. And mm -hmm. so those projects tell you um, what the requirements are. So let's just use uh, L LA County right now. LA County is using, uh, LA County is going to start building the Harbor UCLA Medical Center. So that's a $2 billion project. And LA mm -hmm. County has gone out there and said that, you know, they did all kinds of events and, and put all kinds of paperwork, all kinds of policies, you know, all kinds of marketing declarations and this and that and the other that they want small businesses. They want diverse businesses to help build this hospital. And so what the small businesses that, you know, that are, for lack of a better word, listening to this podcast can do is, okay, show up, you know, and let LA County know. So either mm -hmm. I think it would be, you know, using this platform as an example, instead of, you know, doing piecemeal, I'm thinking right now that, you know, if a collective, you know, number of small businesses show up in front of LA County and say, you know, we want to participate on this project. We know that the GC, the general contractor is going to buy the job out and we want to make sure we are, you know, we're in the mix. 
So mm -hmm. you owner, you owner, you've already said that you want, you're looking for these small businesses. You're looking for us. So we, and we're here. So we mm -hmm. want you to see us and know about us. That way the contractor, the general contractor doesn't tell you that, you know, they can't find us. And the, right. the, first, the first tier contractors that the general contractor is going to hire, they too can tell you owner and general contractor that they can't find us because guess what? We're right here. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm talking about. You know, the small businesses identifying the various projects that they want to work on. Okay. And, then, and then from there, crafting a strategy that makes it so that, you know, the stakeholders know who you are and you, you know, you submit your bids. So that mm. way, so one of the things that I usually do for small, you know, with small businesses is when I used to work for one of my ex-employers, one of my ex-general contractors, is I would give, you know, small businesses a blank contract so that they can study the contract, understand mm. the contract, understand the terms of the contract. That way mm. they're not a lot because what, what one of the reasons I started doing that is because I remember way back when uh, I would see, uh, this was years ago, like in the you know early 2000s, I would see small businesses uh, just sign a contract literally without reading it Ooh. because they were just so excited to get the work yeah. and they would just sign the contract. That happens 90% of the times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, first time I, the first time I saw that, I, I, was, I was so stunned. I froze. I mean, I just froze. I was like, do you know what you did? <laughs> Do you understand what you did? And it's not until like a problem comes up, then it's like, oh, well, I didn't mean to. Well, yeah. it's too late. You signed the contract and you didn't have it reviewed by an attorney. You didn't prove it and have it. Yeah. Wow. All those you didn't even discuss it. You can just to sit down with the project manager to say, you know what? I don't understand what this term means. What yeah. do you mean by this? Like I remember once, 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 one sub, well, one subcontractor, one small sub subit. He didn't even understand what the word indemnification meant. Mm. He didn't know what that was. Or or force de jure, for, force majeure. When when they see that in a contract, they don't know what that means either, and they just go along with it. You know? They don't even ask. They don't even want to. It's like you don't know what it is, but you don't even want. You don't even ask. You don't even bother to ask. What is right. this? Yeah, what right. does it mean? Because they think that if they ask questions, then the prime is going to say, give me back my contract. I don't want to give right, it to exactly. you. I'll give it to somebody exactly. else. <laughs> That's not how it works. So just for, for, for small businesses that may be online, just for reference, when a GC sends, when a GC and an owner, for example, are negotiating their contract, <clears throat> it takes them usually at least 30 days because they are negotiating the terms, mm -hmm. you know, going back and forth to make sure mm -hmm. that the terms make sense to both of them. Same thing between a first tier subcontractor and the GC. They go back and forth and make sure that they read the first mm. tier subcontractors has somebody else, you know, on board, at least one person whose job is to read and understand the terms of the contract so that the company is not sold down the river. So as a small business, 
if you don't like to read, small business owner, because this mm -hmm. is the, now I'm talking to the owner. If you don't mm -hmm. like to read, if you're not interested in reading, hire somebody who's going to read that contract for you and make sure that they talk with you so you understand each term. They don't have to, it doesn't have to be a one sit down, you know, one, a one time go through a five page contract. No, nothing like that. It can be several times, you know, but you have wow. to understand each term that you're, you know, yeah, you're binding yourself to, you're binding your business to. And for you your know, own duration, hey, I mean, when you look at somebody like, you know, I want to use Kevin, Kevin, you know, Kevin, we all know Kevin, Kevin Ramsey. Ramsey I mean, I'm Kevin not. Ramsey is now an attorney. Well, it's not an accident that he's an attorney. You know, he has yeah. learned over the years how to, you know, understand. It's been through trial and error. Yeah. It's been through, you know, through trial and error. But I don't think, you know, we need to, you know, um, if, you, if somebody doesn't need to reinvent the wheel, why why are you? Right, exactly. And I'm um, sure through uh, experiences and, 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 and uh, challenges that he's also encountered. And I do know Kevin's story as well. And he too is a humble individual that is very <laughs> successful. Uh, yeah. And his sister is, you know, Tracy is right there with him. Um, but you do have to do your study, but you cannot be. And I think this is a message out to all small business owners. We don't know everything and we can't. And you're not supposed to know everything. Not, right. So you have to ask other people who are more proficient in that area. If Gilbert is proficient in that area, you're proficient in that area, you know, schedule some time and say, hey, can you just take a look at this contract or what should I be doing? I really am interested in this project here what should be my first and second steps? What should I do? And so I can be better prepared. So reaching out to the peers and to your support team in order to make sure you move into that, uh, migrate into the space that you want to be in. Theodore, you are amazing. And this has been awesome. And I've learned so much about you. And of course, Gilbert and I, wherever we can be of assistance, um, Let's make sure that we make that happen um, because I think we could do some great stuff together and so that when you go to identify those local hires and, and businesses, uh, mm -hmm. diverse businesses, that we can, we can make sure that those businesses are qualified. So even if they have an interest and they're not ready, then maybe Gilbert and I can uh, work with them to get them ready for whatever. Because mm -hmm. I hear there's tons of contracts coming up in this city to 2025 yes. or 2026 or whatever, mm -hmm. 30 now, because we got the pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. No, no, we, we've got an, at least until through the Olympics, because we, when you look at the fact that, okay, so LADWP is completely changing all its infrastructure. LAX is going <coughs> gangbusters, you know, with all the expansion and upgrades up there. They Burbank. Metro. Yeah, Burbank. Uh, you know, Long Beach Airport, all the airports are expanding, all the hospitals are updating, and I mean all the major hospitals. Mm -hmm. So that's tons, tons. And then we've got a ton of private projects. And then the other, just yesterday, the city announced, the city of LA announced that they're, you know, they're going to be building over 50,000, you know, units, wow. housing units, you know, I, 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 I forget what the time frame was, but it's 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 ridiculous. So because of this measure, all these um, 
all these propositions that we've all passed through our taxes and stuff, they've got to have, you know, all this housing and all these housing projects, all these high rise, high, you know, high rise uh, housing projects, whether they're privately financed mm -hmm. by private developers or by the city or by the county, they all have local hire and small business, diverse business participation obligations. You know, so, there okay. is there is a project that not too many people are talking about right now, downtown LA, the Angel Flight Stairs. Angel's Landing. Angel's Angel Landing. Landing. Yeah. That's that's what a six is it a six billion or one and a half billion dollar project? And it's that, gonna be a yeah. It sounds like there are some city funds involved in that. So just so a lot of people know, because I don't think a lot of people know this. Theodore, you and I know this because we've been in the space and and we keep our nose, you know, close <laughs> close to the meat, right? <laughs> we keep our nose close to the meat. So whenever a project is being launched or discussed, the first thing we want to know is there any city money in it, any county money, any federal money? Because if those three entities are in there, then they have to get either minority, woman-owned, veteran, or some small business participation in there. That's the first thing. But when many of these big companies come into town and they build their project and they spend their money on it, then we can't really say, hey, you got to put actually, this Actually, actually, yeah. Gilbert, it's changed because Oh, now they've the changed it? Of, the city of LA, if you're going to build... Uh, uh, a project that exceeds, I believe, $25 million. Wow. Uh, you Local hire, is, you wow. have to, privately, you have to adopt the city's project. You know, project that project. is good. That yeah. is good. That is good. So, because before, before they wouldn't care. No. Because you remember that little dance they did with, oh, the, yeah. co with the Korean building downtown that they mm -hmm. now claim is the oh. tallest, tallest building downtown, right? But that's where the yeah. Wilshire Grand used to be, right? So now because the Koreans brought in their money and they mm -hmm. say, we're going to dictate how this project is going to be built, the city put a little money in it, but then they acted like they right? couldn't make decisions. <laughs> yeah, but it was not a little money. It was $300 million. <laughs> well, in terms of the final cost of the project, it, okay. was, a little, it was a little okay. money. <laughs> so they figured they didn't have a say-so. So I guess after that is when they probably came in with this, this um, requirement, right? That if it's over 25 mil, then you have to do local workers. So I'm glad for that. I'm very yeah. glad the city stepped up. Yes. And so we just need more enforcement. And so yeah. I think one of the things that this forum can, you know, serve is uh, if you guys would, you know, at some point will consider it, either yeah. this or community briefings or both, where, you know, we actually, uh, and I'm happy to help. Yeah. I volunteer okay. to help. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be happy to just literally make sure that, you know, when any of these projects, any of these major projects that are in, happening in our region that are saying that they're going to, you know, uh, facilitate local worker hire, facilitate diverse business inclusion, you know, we actually, you know, let the, invite the owner yeah. and ask them to show the community how their project is either meeting or exceeding 
the, the goals or, or or if you know what the plan is you know so we it's, can it's, start we could start with the angel uh what's that called angel what? angel, angel landing. Landing. Angel, we can start with that one because that's in the works right now. So let's do that one. And, and interestingly, it's 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 uh, it's black owned. Angels Landing, oh. the developers, both uh, developers are black. Yeah. Oh, actually, that would be very nice. We accept your <laughs> your offer, my dear, <laughs> and we would love to do that. Um, one of the things that Gilbert and I, uh, you know finding out what it is that they're looking for mm -hmm. but one of the things that gilbert and i uh are kicked off and you can see it in my background and my shirt it says turning your business nose to yes yes is yes making sure our businesses are ready yes. so that would be great because they can see then what the projects are and then be able to say oh okay uh there, there's something on the horizon that mm -hmm. i should be preparing myself for because usually these projects take a while to come to fruition so you have plenty enough time uh, to fix the 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 turn those no's around and 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 create those yeses. Yes. Exactly. So one of the ones that I definitely want to put on your radar is Metrolink. So okay. Metrolink is completely supported by you know tax dollars, but you know we don't see a lot of uh, we don't see any participation from you know minority woman disadvantaged. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, would we love that. Because and even they having, have, yeah, yeah, they have the direct, sorry to cut you off, but Metrolink has like, it, but my understanding is that they have the the contract to um, to shepherd people from all from all of a Southern California to, uh, to Inglewood for, I don't know if it's the Olympics or the Super Bowl or both. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, we, we it would be helpful to know what is your plan and how are you executing that plan because we want to make sure that you know. Uh, I mean, not that we are uh, well as as taxpayers, as tax as yeah. taxpayers, we want to make sure that we're not, you know the semantics of oh yeah we are going to do you know we're all about the community and this and that and the other. But there is nothing to show for um, any kind of inclusion, any kind of outreach. Those well, Theod of Theodore, do you know do you know the name of that Metrolink project? You know no, it's not one project. It's the entire you know. Enterprise. Oh, it's multiple projects. It's, yes, okay. Metrolink. Interestingly, Metrolink uh, travels. Um, from what I remember, it's over five hundred miles. Mm -hmm. So they're going from. I want to say from from Ventura all the way down to um, I think I all the way to, in, to Inland Empire, right? Yeah, no, no, they yeah. go down. No, they go further. down. They go to San Diego. Actually, they go all the way to San Diego. Oh, so they go yeah. north, all, all north to, to the south. Mexican border, don't they? Yes. So all they go. They, they go north to south. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they so have the all the points in between, and so and and they're completely, you know, supported by, you know tax dollars and they're going to be getting more infrastructure money to expand their yeah, from the federal from the, the biden yeah, federal program all that stuff so theodore you have been such a breath of fresh air on this show this is phenomenal <laughs> i told you you were going to be dynamic i told you you were going to yes, be a star yes. but that's because she's so See? humble 
But uh, yeah. yeah, let's see if we can get them both on the business zone and as well as on the community briefing. And on the business zone, we'd love, you know, being that you're local hire and, and, and diverse business, you you be you would join us so that we I'm can make to. sure we are asking the right questions and making sure it's powerful enough that we can then get it out to the people uh, that could participate in. Gilbert, what do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. It's an excellent idea. And yeah. and just having those people from Angel Landing being there, you know, knowing mm -hmm. that there are minorities as well, mm -hmm. and 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 Crystal, you're part of RBD, so you're you're prepping those minorities for those projects. Mm -hmm. That would that's an easy and great uh, conversation there. I think so. So we're gonna we're gonna work that out, my dear. <laughs> and then we definitely can get them on the community briefing as well. Here yeah. we can act. We're a little bit more flexible, more relaxed, and they'll feel more relaxed. <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then we'll get them over to the community briefing. <laughs> uh, but I think it would be excellent, and I think so. And and this is why uh, these plat we have these platforms are here because I think media is our next way to get that messaging out to our communities uh, that they will resonate with. And, and oh, we, look, look and, like we got, look like we got a viewer from Russia here online. Oh, okay. <laughs> look at that. Uh, <laughs> Neil Sink, Neil Sink site. Yeah, Amazing. so I think that would be absolutely fantastic. So let's talk about that, Matt. Uh, Theodora, I think that would be awesome. Um, you're an expert in your space. Gilbert's mm -hmm. an expert in his space. And then just make And sure. you too, Crystal. And you I'm too are an expert in your as well. <laughs> uh, and that's why we want, this is why we, we created this platform is so yes. that we can bring those experts to our small business community and resonate how, is imp how important it is for them to make sure that they're doing mm -hmm. proper business because there's so many opportunities out here mm -hmm. that they're missing out on. And we can't change the economic fabric of our, of our community, of our people, without being able to generate revenue. You know, we Crystal, I, I, really want, I really want to make a point to all the viewers and listeners here. First of all, I want to say you're listening to The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4 or 4.30, depending on how interesting you make the session. <laughs> the, the one thing I want to say, there is value in diversity. And I'm sure many of the contract providers know this. There is value in diversity. And we're not just asking you. To, to, to give us a handout or anything. We don't care for your handout. We don't want it. What we want is for you to spread the wealth, give us a piece of the pie so we can help to build the community. What, what Crystal and I are doing on this show is to take small businesses, build their capacity, make them ready. You know, So we're not asking you to give our small businesses an, an opportunity so they can fail or your project can fail. That's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is to show you that these small businesses have talent, these small businesses are qualified, and they can do it. Because we would never present you with small businesses that are not ready. That's right. not our thing. Right. So, so right. We, we just wanted to say that. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. That that exactly echoes what I was saying earlier. That you know, when we hear resistance, it's only because people are being disrespectful 
And so the fact that you are reiterating that this is not um, that kind of, you know, uh, yeah. endeavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very, 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 very hardened by that. Yeah. And uh, thank you for doing that again, because we can't say it enough. Yeah. And we also another thing is, you know, the biodiversity that exists in nature. It's yeah. not it's it's not an accident that there's diversity in nature. Right. And, right. and it, when we are hearing about, you know, rainforest burning and, you know, the fires and all that kind of stuff, the devastation from the fires mm -hmm. it's stuff. It, it's because the diversity that that exists in nature is, yeah. you know, is being eliminated. When you eliminate diversity, there is no growth. Yes. There's no strength, right. Right. you know, and you just, you know, nature, we, yeah. we, we can't, we, we, no human is smarter than nature. Okay. That's right. right. No exactly. human is smarter than nature. That's I know right. some people will dispute that, but nature has been along here, has been around longer than us. Mm -hmm. and, and it shows itself, it, it shows up and shows out. To make sure you right. understand. <laughs> right. That's true. That's that true. There is no humor smarter than nature. <laughs> we, yeah. we just saw it through hurricanes and uh, five, ten days of yeah. great rain here. And yeah. it is what it is. Theodore, yeah. we want to thank you so much for being here on the show. It's been awesome. Um, I, this is two shows, actually, because we can split it up. And I think it's been some very, yeah, uh, some uh, incredible conversation that we've had. We will definitely share it with you. I'm going to do some editing on it and uh, yes. share it with you. And then let's talk. I would love to have Metro on the show and see how we can make that happen. Whoever the, the two contractors that are doing Angel's Flight so that we can start bringing to the people this is what's going on and this is what you need. Sometimes you need to have that carrot, right? In order to get people excited and motivated to want to do better, but to know that there are tons of opportunities there that really are life changing. And, um, and we can change the economic status in our communities. Um, if we actually become very proactive about it so uh we thank you for the offer and uh you've been awesome and we're so pleased to have you here on the show crystal and also put your contact information in the chat please to let that our viewers and listeners know that they can reach out to you as well if if we didn't mention this before crystal is a guru when it comes to bookkeeping and accounting. She does forensics on your books. She makes sure it's in order so you don't get in problems at the IRS. So I just right. want you guys to know that. So as a small business, you need that ally. You need someone like her looking in your books and making sure that you're in order. And on my side, you need someone who can help you with preparedness and infrastructure development, your back office. That's what I do for you. So if you guys need any assistance with your back office and, and, and to that effect, you can, my information is here as well. You've got 626-533-1186, or you can call me at 888-882-1168. My email is also up there, guys. Make sure you take advantage. There's a lot of opportunities coming down the pike and you really, really need to take advantage. This is the only way you're going to grow. This mm -hmm. pandemic is threatening us again. It's telling us we're probably going to stay inside again. 
the governor is probably going to tell us there's a shutdown again. And we don't want, you don't want for, for our landlords and mortgage company to say, hey, we're going to take your house or your, your place because you don't have money. So make sure you guys go out and get these opportunities. Now, remember, what we advocate on this show is instead of transactional deals, we want you guys to get contractual deals. Because a, transa a transactional deal is you get a deal today and you're not sure if you're going to get one more tomorrow, next week, mm -hmm. or next month. With a mm -hmm. contractual deal, you get a contract, and that contract is probably good for a year, two, three, four, five years. And now you can start planning and you can hire people. You can hire people in the community out of that. With your transactional deal, not so much because you don't know if the money is coming in. So those are the things we do. And Theodora, our very special guest from Mindful um, uh, in, in Integration, integration, integration and Construction Services, she can provide you some guidance, not only with local worker hiring, but also construction, construction services. She's been in the community for a long time. You guys... Look her up. <laughs> Look her up. I put her she's she's no joke. <laughs> so, no joke. Thank you. So the last part of my, my company's name. So mindful is intentional. Integration means to make whole. So oh. our, we we intend to make whole the project. There you know, you so the, the, the GC and all those other folks are doing a lot of the structural stuff the the engineering the actual construction we come in to connect help connect the dots so we put the, the human face our work puts a human face onto the project and we're intentional about it proactively <laughs> yes very intentional and um and focused relentlessly focused on making that happen that's I'm that's what i'm talking about so guys you, you hear that you hear that, guys? Awesome guest. We are so, we're so humbled ourselves and so honored that you are here. Well, and both of you are humble. You and, uh, and Theodore are humble. I'm not. I'm not humble. I'm, I'm, tooting, I'm tooting your horns. I'm going out there. I'm, I'm advocating. I'm making noise. <laughs> I'm making noise. I'm the person knocking that stand about you guys. <laughs> so one thing I want, okay, so one thing I do want to brag about. Okay. Is that my project, the project I worked on years ago, it's called Augustus Hawkins Senior High School. It's in South LA. It was the oh. first high school, um, first LA, not so much high school, the first LAUSD project to reach 50% local worker participation. Mm -hmm. wow. first. Now, LAUSD had been building project, you know, schools for like 10 plus years. And so when I worked on that project, and it happened in 2009, started in 2009, 2010. That, that project was the first to reach 50%. And that was mm. something that contractors had been telling LAUSD for, you know, for more than a decade that, they, that, could not, that it couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so I put together plans and my team supported me and we made it happen. See, All that's right. that's a good bragging point right there. <laughs> there, there, it is, there, there it is, right there. So she she bragged on it. So fantastic. Um, <laughs> you've been awesome, my friend. And thank uh, you. So we're gonna wrap up the show. We've gone two hours today, but we want to. We've we've so never gone two hours before. Oh, yeah, never. <laughs> two hours used to be.
be our platform. <laughs> but uh, like I said, this was two shows. <laughs> so um, we're, I'm going to edit it so it will be two shows. And we want to thank you so much. And we look forward to doing some other stuff with you throughout this year. Okay. And making some of these, uh, bringing some of these people to the platform and love for you to join us and asking okay. those questions and, um, and and getting our people ready and prepared in order to for what the future is 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 uh what's on the horizon for them so it's been awesome thank you so much and we we so appreciate it with that we're going to gilbert anything i have lots of classes going on you guys can reach out to me i'm going to start posting a lot of my classes that i do at vermont slosson as well as the los angeles urban league i have some classes coming up in february with them of vermont slosson and the new women's business center and of course, you guys check out check us uh, check out the community briefing every Thursday at 11 a.m. that um, streams live on our Recycling Black Dollars uh, Facebook page, as well as um, I'm on another pa podcast called the Community uh, um, Conversations on the Patio. We actually talk about uh, a retirement and mm -hmm. not being that guy and not being able to retire with no money. Uh, when you get to that place, some of us think our <laughs> retirement, I don't know how they think we're going to retire, <laughs> but those are conversations. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, Gilbert is doing his thing over at the Los Angeles Urban League. Um, so, so I want to make a quick announcement, Crystal. So okay. the Los Angeles Urban League have, have been given a grant through the SBA and this grant is called the Navigator Community Navigator Program. It's a pilot program. So what's going to happen over the next 90 days, we're going to put together a series of uh, services for small businesses, all small businesses within our service area, meaning Los Angeles and adjoining cities, can participate in this program. Now. All you got to do, if you're a small business and you're registered, you got a business license, you register with us or give me a call and I will get you set up in the program. So over the next 90 days, we're going to have seven classes that we're teaching. The first one is grant readiness, you know, getting your business, your business grant ready so you can apply for grants. We're going to have business compliance and best practice. Then we're going to have cash flow management with guess who? No other than... Crystal, the guru, Mitchell, she is going to help you guys with your bookkeeping. Then we're going to have pricing, show you how to do pricing. Then marketing your business through the digi digital means and branding. Then six, the class number six will be how to make sure that your bookkeeping is in compliance. I guess, again, guess who that's going to be with? Crystal, the guru, Mitchell. She's going to show you guys how to understand QuickBooks, and if you're a non-bookkeeper, how you can really get your book set up. And then the final class would be certifications. And these certifications will be one local certification, but most of them are going to be SBA certifications. So I'm going to teach you guys how to do those certifications, how to become eligible for it, and how to apply for it. So these are classes that the SBA is paying for. So you guys don't have to pay for it. And then we're going to have one-on-one -on -one coaching with you guys help you to get your back office in order so that you guys can get money later on from the SBA and other grants that the Urban League has. So that's what's coming up. 
And I'm going to be doing outreach and marketing on this starting next week. Oh, all righty then. You guys have been tuned in to the Business Zone with Crystal. And Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And we had a powerful guest today, and you are? Theodora Oye with Mindful Integration of Construction Services. All and right. we want to thank you guys for tuning in today. You'll be able to see this uh, replay on Facebook and uh, it's on Facebook, also YouTube, and any of your favorite podcasting channels. It will be up on there tonight. So uh, go back and listen. There's some key factors and key points and take some notes and reach out to us so we can help you out. So with that, Gilbert, we're going to tell everyone, be safe this weekend. Uh, the pandemic is raging again, so keep masked up. Uh, Dr. Mays from UCLA indicated that you should do a actual water test with your mask. You should take your mask and you should put water, let drip water in it. If it happens to not drip out, you can be guaranteed nothing's coming in <laughs> oh that's a good test that's a good test i'm gonna have to try that one yeah so check your mask if you don't have an uh, K, uh, K, uh, kn95 then check your other mask i got all kinds but make sure that there that water doesn't sip through and if water doesn't sip through uh a virus is not coming in and the infection is not coming to you so be safe social distance take care of yourself and your family if you haven't gotten vaccinated please go out and vaccinate uh listen to the beginning of this show and last week and Gilbert will tell you about his COVID experience you do not want to duplicate it trust me <laughs> and uh we are out and we will see you all next Thursday, we uh, next Friday at three o'clock. We have some, a great guest coming in from the American Tennis Association, Mr. Robert Foster. He's going right. to talk about the history of American the ATA and what it has done for Black tennis players around the world. So sounds sounds great to me. <laughs> sounds good. So Gilbert, we are out. You want to hit our as a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur